0: This podcast is brought to you by Letourneau University. Letourneau University is the Christian polytechnic university in the nation where educators engage students to nurture Christian virtue, develop competency and ingenuity in their professional fields, integrate faith and work, and serve the local and global community. Letourneau offers more than 140 undergraduate and graduate degree programs across a range of disciplines and delivery models at Letourneau's residential campus in Longview, Texas, and in hybrid and fully online options at centers in the Dallas and Houston areas online at letu.edu that's letu.edu Weekday. That's iWorkForHim.com. dot com. I work the number four him. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for: hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I work for Him podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning into I work for Him this
1: afternoon, as Martha and I broadcast on behalf of the World Changers Network. We're so excited to be partnering with James and Anna Kramer. And as you listen to us all across Florida and all across the world on iHeartRadio, we just want you to know that we prayed for you and that something we say today would really cause you to dig deeper in your faith into connecting what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your nine to five. Hey Martha, tell them how they could tell our listeners how we would love them to connect with us.
2: Well, you know, we have um we're we're just like everybody else. We like to be on social media and on our website. So I work okay.
1: You like to be on social media.
2: Well, we like to be out on everything so that people, no matter what they like, they can find us. So iworkforhim.com is our website. I work the number four, him.com. And there they can find at the bottom of the page, the links to all of our social media. And we have a contact page. You guys can fill that out and enter anything there that you might want to tell us, whether it's personal or um, connecting us with somebody that has a story to tell about their faith and their work. Um, And, you know, Jim, we haven't talked recently about the nation. So um, when people go to our website, a pop-up comes up that says, um, you know, join the nation. And what that's all about is just making a commitment for people to more intentionally pray for their coworkers and employees, to care for them, to share Jesus with them and disciple them all the while doing their work with excellence and being a great example of Jesus Christ. So um, check that out. When it pops up, don't just dismiss it. Look at it and um, prayerfully consider joining the nation.
1: Yep. Prayer, care, share. That's really what it's all about. Prayer, right. care, share, work, and disciple. That's what you'll see when you get it from us, from the I Work For Him nation. All right. Now, this show, as I mentioned, is brought to you through a kingdom collaboration from with the World Changer Network and I Work For Him Radio. And we like to call this collaboration the I Work For Him World Changer Radio Network. Could be a precursor of things to come. James and Anna Kramer, the founders of the World Changer Network, online at iworkforhim.com uh, <laughs> and worldchangernetwork.com. They feel, James and Anna feel led by God to introduce the world to the only one capable of bringing real change. And that's, of course, Jesus Christ. James and Anna have arranged for us to interview some amazing people in the past. And today is no different. Today, we're interviewing Oz Hillman, president, author, speaker, marketplaceleaders.org. Now, Oz Hillman is not new to iWork for him. Oz Hillman has a huge place and why i work for him is even on the air and many of you've heard that story but way back when in the mid 2000s 2006 a buddy of mine from atlanta said hey jim you should check out this email this daily devotional email called today god is first t-g-i-f and it's today god is first dot o-r-g and i started reading it, and that was the first time i'd ever heard that my work could really matter to god and it was just my eyes became open and the lord just said you can be a minister in your own workplace, that as a manager, I could be a pastor. Mm-hmm. And so we're so grateful to have Oz Hillman on the air with us today. He's had such a significant role in uh, really our learning process and then connecting. Oz is a great connector in the kingdom. Oz Hillman, welcome back to I Work for Him.
3: Jim, good to be with you again. Always great to be with you and Martha and just to, uh, you know, talk about, what the kingdom is all about in the marketplace.
1: And we're excited about that. You know there's so much great stuff going on. You know just as well as we know that, that God is moving and shaking all over the place. Why don't you tell people a little bit about your story and how you came to be a Jesus follower?
3: Well, Jim, I uh, really came, I was raised in the church, but I really didn't know the Lord until after getting out of college and uh, went through some challenges i wanted to be a golf professional that didn't work out and that was kind of my first crisis point in my life uh, besides uh, losing my dad when i was 14 to an airplane crash But uh, I was searching uh, for purpose and meaning in my life and it just so happened a pastor who was a friend of ours uh, really started a friendship with me and just ultimately came to Christ through that in 1975 and I was about 22 years old and uh, never looked back. You know, God really changed my life dramatically and, uh, you know, has me on this incredible journey for the last 40 plus years now. And uh, back in the 90s, I ended up in, going into business, went through a major crisis in 94 that was the catalyst to trans, transcend me from a career in advertising. I had an ad agency called the Aslan Group, you know, named after Aslan, the Lion, and the Chronicles of Narnia, because even then I was trying to represent Christ in my business life. And uh, But through the crisis, uh, it really took me into a whole uh, season of seven years that um, ultimately uh, move me into the place I am today and turn me into a writer and a speaker on this topic of faith and work, which is something I discovered during that crisis period.
1: Yeah, and during that period, or right after that period, you wrote that book, one of the favorite books, I've told you this many times, The Upside of Adversity, which is a fantastic book. I know it's an oldie but goodie because you wrote it many, many years ago, but I have given out that book dozens of times or directed people to, to go buy it dozens of times because it is that's what you learned i mean you learned that and then you you followed up with the book just recently you you wrote about the joseph calling i mean you actually re almost like you took it and you just went a lot deeper and and you're doing and now you're doing joseph calling workshops all over the world right
3: right Right. Yeah, I think that one of the things uh, that God has helped me understand is God's processes of how He raises up leaders and how He uses adversity many times as a catalyst to usher us into the larger story of our life. You know, so many of us are, are settling for less. And sometimes God says, okay, I'm going to help you with that, and I'm going to allow you know this to happen just to, as a catalyst to help you come into a larger story. Almost every major leader in the Bible, the catalyst for them going into their larger story was some type of crisis event.
1: Right. Well, and as you write about in The Upside of Adversity, God uses adversity in our lives to take us from who we are to who he can use more effectively. That's right. And, and, and I've seen in my own life, I've seen your, every great leader that really is making a kingdom impact has had that moment in their life because God's got to get them out of the way so that he can be at the forefront of, of what they're doing. Marketplaceleaders.org is your website, Oz Hillman. Talk about some of the things that you're doing. Talk about TGIF is still out there for people. Talk to them about TGIF 1 and 2. So that, There's a lot of people out there that that will still be brand new information for them. That daily devotional is still going out there. Talk to them about how they can get signed up for that.
3: Well, I started writing that uh, during uh, the adversity season of my life, and I was really writing it for myself. I was trying to really get into the scripture and understand, okay, why am I going through this? you know what what am I supposed to get out of this and so uh, I just really pressed in and I just really started sending that to my friends uh, by email. And, and, uh, you know, then one of my friends uh, ran a website that ultimately became crosswalk.com. And he said, you know, why don't you let me send this out uh, for you? You don't have to send it off your little laptop every day. And, <laughs> and, uh, when he did that, I started hearing from people all over the world, and they all said the same thing. You read my mail today. You spoke right into my personal situation. It was like you were looking over my shoulder, you know, and I kept getting this all the time, and uh, I still get it today, you know, and so uh, God turned my Valley of Acor, which means trouble in Hebrews 2, uh, Hosea 2.15, uh, and, you know, he, to a door of hope, for me and many others today. And uh, so people can find that. uh, It's a free devotional at todaygodisfirst.com and we actually have four devotionals they can access there, todaygodisfirst.com, and they can access it on the website, they can have it by email, they can get a printed version, whatever they like to receive best, you know, we pretty much made it available.
1: And, and it's fantastic, and when uh, we were, right before the crash, as the Great Recession kicked in, I was working for a large general contractor and. I had been discipling one of the leaders. I'd led one of them, but God allowed me to lead one of them to Christ. And uh, I was discipling another one and we're in a room together and we're reading your daily devotionals every day. And it was just like that. You're like reading the mail. How in the world did you produce a devotion, which I didn't know then that you'd written them years earlier. And, and, and every day they just applied to what we were talking about because it was, you know, it was a scary time for a lot of people. I mean, you know, after September 2008, a lot of people lost a lot of money. And that was during a time we were laying off hundreds and hundreds of people. It was a tough time. All right, we're talking today with Oz Hillman. I'm so excited about the ministry. Oz has got so many great things going on. I want you to check him out online, marketplaceleaders.org, marketplaceleaders.org. Get signed up for the Today got his First Uh, devotional, daily devotional, but really what I want you when you're out there, I know there's links on that website, but you also should check out Summit.com. As we want to talk about what's going coming, you've got an event that is going to be part of changing the world coming up in March of 2019, the International Culture Shapers Summit, Summit.com, March 28th through the 31st, 2019. Let's talk about that.
3: Well, Jim, you know, it's been uh, uh, almost 10 years since we've had an international summit or conference on the 7th. Cultural Mountains, which is a concept of really impacting these core seven areas of business, government, arts and entertainment, media, family, the church, and, and these areas most define what's going on in the culture, and we used to have international conferences back in 2005 through 2009 every year in Atlanta, but I haven't been doing any international events uh, for for a a number of years now, but I felt at the beginning of this year um, that it was time to do that, and so we have called forth about 40 top leaders in these seven areas to come together and to mobilize and connect with each other in Washington, D.C. in March uh, 28 to 31, uh, 2019 in uh, Washington, D.C., and we're partnering and co-hosted by the Museum of the Bible, which is an extraordinary $1 billion project be- mm-hmm. that Hobby Lobby is behind. And so it's going to be a tremendous uh, gathering of a lot of TED Talk type things. You know, you think about 40 speakers, oh my gosh, you know. Well, they're 10 <laughs> minutes each, but we've got like eight speakers that focus on each of the cultural mountains. And uh, so it should be a tremendous opportunity for people who have a heart to see our our culture Shifted and moved uh, back to some of the spiritual foundations that have made our nation great, and so I encourage everybody to go to our website at cultureshaperssummit.com dot com and uh, learn about it.
2: So, as if for our listeners, who um, would be the people that should consider attending? Who is this for?
3: I think it's for uh, probably executive level leaders and business owners and people who are, have a desire to really want to shape culture, to want to be a catalyst, to know, and also to connect with other shapers. You know, people, uh, I think the biggest thing that the body of Christ needs is better understanding how do we collaborate for a greater cause. And one of the great examples of that is William Wilberforce, who uh, had uh, 69 world-changing initiatives. But it was largely because he hung out with 18 or so other individuals that became known as the Clapham Group. Mm -hmm. And they were people that were uh, literally from these seven spheres. You know, they all had some type of role they played in arts and entertainment or media or craftsmanship or, uh, you know, landowners or whatever, that they were able to uh, bring their time, talent, and treasure together for a greater cause. Of course, abolishment of slavery um, was one of the major things they accomplished, Mm -hmm. but they had many, many other things. And so I think in this day and time, we have the ability with social media, with all the technology we have to really change things. You know, if you think about the fact that it only takes 3 to 5% of a leadership at the top of a cultural sphere to actually shift that mountain, mm-hmm. right. and we have uh, some estimates of 30% of the population are born-again Christians, we, we have a huge opportunity, but we have not been strategic about it. Mm, and that's so I, for sure. I think that's the thing is we have to be intentional about being strategic.
2: So we're talking with Oz Hiltman with MarketplaceLeaders.org, and um, we love your uh, daily devotional. So, of course, we want to encourage our listeners to check it out because that is something that you can get on a daily basis to get you in the Word and see how it applies to wherever you are in the workplace. So, Oz, one of the
1: things... com.
2: There you go. So one of the things um, I think we need to drill a little deeper is the fact that Seven Mountains, not all of them, like, own companies. So, like administrators of schools people that are um i'm trying to think like in the, in the family government. yeah in government and things like that so anybody that maybe is able to cause influence in any of those seven mountains. yeah that's right? a good
3: point martha because i was just talking to a lady last week and she heads the school board in Sacramento, California, Mm. and uh, she's not a business owner, but she certainly has a very strategic role to play in the mountain of education. And so you're not always, you know, come from the business realm you could be in the family you could you know like the family mountain is a very important family uh, area so we we have and and every mountain has families on it so we have to Mm -hmm. help people understand how uh, the breakdown of the family is affecting our culture and so yeah you know, just because you may not be wealthy or uh, have financial influence doesn't mean you don't have influence. Right. You know, so uh, we encourage anybody who has a heart to impact others for Jesus in these areas of
1: culture. Thank what's you. really cool, Oz, is that uh, God has put his hand on this event. We are meeting at, what's well, tell us where we're meeting in D.C.
3: We're at uh, the Sheraton Pentagon Hotel. And uh, they've given us a wonderful rate of $129 a night for the hotel, which is unheard of in Washington, D.C. Uh, yeah, you fact, can't even
1: get a Motel 6 for that in Washington, D.C. <laughs> that's
3: right. So uh, I encourage uh, those listening to register early because yes. we can only accept 500 attendees for this event. And that hotel, you know, we have a, an allotted amount. So once it's sold out, it's sold out.
1: Right. And people can fly into Dulles if there is. Can they fly in the Dulles for that one then? and be nice and close to the Sheraton Pentagon? I think the Reagan?
2: Uh,
3: the Reagan. Oh, Reagan.
1: That's they're what I meant yeah. to say. Reagan. Yeah. So it's even closer. I mean, that's yeah. awesome. And
2: I'm just going to put in a little plug there for people that are planning. Um, we were, were able to be in D.C. for an event in March and, of this last year and plan an extra day. Take some time while you're in D.C. to enjoy what our capital has to offer. And um, I just think that, and, and being able to see the Museum of the Bible and all that God is doing there. But I just want to encourage people with that. In March, we should be able to see some cherry blossoms, hopefully, too. It
3: is Cherry Blossom Week.
2: Yes. Oh, fabulous
1: it's
3: um, that, that so a really
2: great. book early well, and last
1: year we were, when, this spring when we, when we were all there together there were cherry blossoms but it was yes. also like 33 degrees it was so, a little you know, chilly it, it was earlier in the month it was a little earlier in the month but it, we got it done okay so let's let's talk a little bit about Marketplace Leaders you have been uh, involved in that organization for a long time oh, How how is Marketplace Leaders impacting the country today?
3: Well, I, uh, I run into people all the time, and I'm always surprised at the people I run into that how we've affected them in one way or another, and, uh, of course, the devotional. And I run into the strangest places like airports, even Home Depot. One time I was uh, going to make a return at Home Depot one time, and I and, uh, gave him my, my card, and she said, oh, this, you know, I listened to a guy with a similar name, uh, a <laughs> devotional. And she looks at me, and I look at her, and she says, no, you can't be that guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In uh, the flesh and blood.
3: (laughs) But uh, you just never know how God is touching people. Mm -hmm. And I find that people's paradigm, I had a situation recently where uh, a guy that was on my board from Trinidad was telling me a story about how I went and spoke in Trinidad years ago. And uh, I gave this core message on your work as a calling and a ministry. Well, uh, here almost eight years later, he tells me he was just in a meeting in Trinidad and two lawyers came up to him and said, uh, you know, that meeting that you had Oz Hillman at, uh, you know, that meeting totally changed our paradigm about our work and calling. Mm-hmm. And these two people were now on the Supreme Court of their nation. No way. And representing... Uh, the the um, you know they were the nation was considering abortion and so they were there to fight that law, and uh, here was you know a message given seven years ago had touched them in their paradigm to help them be you know kingdom culture shapers there in the island of Trinidad.
1: You know you're one of the humblest guys I know. Yet it's got to be fun to see that God has used you. All over the world. I mean, it's got to be encouraging. I don't know if words are affirmation are one of your love languages. It's got to be encouraging, though, to hear stories like that, Oz.
3: Well, it is encouraging and it's humbling to think that oh wow I, he used that little simple thing, you know, to to touch people's heart. And uh, when I go into the other nations, I've had people come up and you know just uh, you know talk about how God touched them. We did a we did a uh, something recently where we asked people to do short little videos on their testimony about how T.J.F. had touched them, and we had some of the most creative uh, videos sent to us, uh, and powerful stories of how God had used that simple devotional in their lives.
1: You, you call it a simple devotional. I, I call it, it, it is, digs deep, it tears at the very core of your soul, and it's awesome. It's just so so inspired by God. We're talking today with Oz Hillman from Marketplace Leaders. You can check him out online, marketplaceleaders.org. And out there, you can, I know on that website you can link to his Today Got His First Daily Devotional. Definitely recommend that you go through those things for at least several years so you can really take advantage of the information in those. And also, out there, check while you're out there on the web. Check out cultureshapersummit dot com, dot com, mm-hmm. where Oz Hillman is along with many people really putting together an amazing international summit, the International Culture Shapers Summit. And I'll be able to, I'm going to be the MC, which we're so excited to be able to just help facilitate that. And Martha and I will be working together to help make sure the world knows about that summit, Martha.
2: Well, you know, we were talking just briefly about the devotional that you send out, and I don't want to belabor it, but at the same time, I love telling people about it because of the fact that God had a much bigger plan for it than you ever intended. And the but the, and the key to it is that, you know, the word of God is living and breathing. And so when people read it and they get the message for that day that they needed that day... You could never have orchestrated that, us. That is all God. Yeah. And um, the fact that <laughs> <You're> probably you... probably <laughs> screwed it up a few it. If you'd have tried, then we'd all be like, what? What's he trying to know? Um, but definitely um, that, you know, they're very directed. And the fact that every single one starts with Scripture, it gets us pointed in the right direction and helps people to re- to understand that the Scripture has something to reveal to us. So I love the fact that it just opens people's eyes. So I just want to promote that once again and say when you have um, the opportunity to go to your computer and to sign up to todaygodisfirst.com and check it out and and subscribe it for yourself.
1: All right, so here's the question, uh, Oz, we're going to ask you. What is the most important message the body of Christ needs to hear from you right now?
2: Mm.
3: Well, I really think it's a similar message that I've been giving for many years is that your work is a calling and a ministry. And uh, I, th- I see in talking with many people that they sell themselves short. They don't think of the spiritual nature of their work life. And I think of also Gideon, um, where God came to him and said, Oh, mighty warrior and uh, but he was far from that at the time he was hiding behind a fence he was impugning the nature of God well if you really loved us you would have done this and this right and that's true of all of us at some point in our lives we might say that about God but the truth is that God has this unbelievable way of using the dysfunctional people in the world for his purposes and I, I think we I think we put many Bible characters on this pedestal when they are all very dysfunctional and yet God used them in spite of themselves. And so I think that the word is that God wants to use you in many ways. And he often uses weak things for his purposes. You know, I barely got out of English class.
1: uh, (laughs) And you've written how many books? 18
3: books. Wow. (laughs) And And
1: how many devotionals? 365 times 2. I mean, just, I mean... Yeah. It's amazing. Okay.
3: And I, I was a very shy person growing up. I hated to get in front of people. I got <laughs> so nervous. And yet now I've been to 26 countries and trained leaders all over the world. And, you know, it, it's all about just stepping in, you know, putting your foot And, you know, and sometimes you have to live with your imperfections. You know, when I first started writing the devotional, I get these letters from people saying, I love your devotional, but have you ever thought about having somebody look at the grammar?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then you say, are you volunteering? (laughs) Well, Well,
3: after about 10 times, I did say that to someone and it happened to be somebody from Hong Kong who was an English teacher. And I said, how about you? And he became my long-distance uh, English uh, editor, and he, I would send my devotion to him, and he'd send them back corrected, and then I'd send them out. And uh, so, you know, you got to be willing to, to, you know, God calls us to do excellence, but sometimes you're in a place where you just can't afford to do the level of excellence you'd like mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, That's he, awesome. he, he uses You've never told said. me that story. I love that.
2: <laughs> and somebody on the other side of the world helping you out. So
1: would you say that that understanding of our calling and our work, is that the message that the body of Christ needs most right now? I mean, you, you have traveled around the world and you have been heavily involved in the faith, helping people connect their faith and their work for 24 years. I mean, it's been a concentrated focus for you. But today's, you know, economic climate is different. Today's work climate is different. Today's religious climate is different. The, the uh, opposition to Christianity today versus 24 years ago is radically uh, increased. What is, What would you say the body of Christ needs most right now?
3: Well, I think uh, beyond just having that clear understanding of the spiritual nature of their calling, I think the second part is that One of the greatest simple truths that I've learned over the years to impact people's lives and impact our communities and culture is to realize if you solve a problem in someone's life or into someone or community, you'll have influence in that life. And that's what Jesus did. He solved problems. Every time he met someone, he solved the problem. He solved Peter's fishing problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, he solved his tax problem. He solved fe- the feeding of the 5,000 problem. He solved the prostitute's problem. He solved the, the guy that needed healing problem. And so each time he did that, influence grew in his life. It was a byproduct. It wasn't a goal. And so as we, uh, as a as a body of Christ, if we can strategically think about, okay, how can I solve this problem? You know, the fish start jumping in the boat, you know. They, they automatically, there's fruit that will automatically come from that. And uh, we will begin to see, you know, culture doesn't care who solves their problem. They just want their problem solved. Hmm. And if we can solve that problem, it doesn't matter whether we, you know, they don't care who we are. You know, they just want their problems solved. And when they start to see the reality of uh, the problem being solved through something we brought to them, yeah. then we have influence and we earn the right to speak into their lives and share the reason for our hope.
2: And well, we've been hearing that, Jim, from oh, other I mean, people yes. saying, you know, when the church starts to solve some of the problems and the church, meaning those that, the you know, the believers, Christ. the body of Christ starts to solve those problems, then we, we earn a seat at the table and a lot we are received so much greater. Can, can
1: Can you give an example of a problem that you've seen the body of Christ solve in a city, maybe somewhere here in the States, where that enabled... The body to gain some significant influence. Can you think of one example?
3: Absolutely. There's a mm-hmm. businessman in Oklahoma who um, bought a, a a building that was kind of really in bad shape, uh, and uh, so he bought this building. But what he didn't realize at the time of buying this building was that uh, it was a place where it was like a a drug area mm-hmm. where. Uh, a lot of prostitution and drugs were in that community, in that, that neighborhood. And so, but he still went through with the purchase and he actually moved his family into that building and created apartments in that building. And they started ministering to people in that community. And, you know, as uh, as they said, they brought the, the, the neighbor to the hood, you know, in that situation. <laughs> and, uh, Over a couple of years, they began to see the spiritual climate and the the physical climate change in that community to, to the point that that whole neighborhood started changing. And so here was one man who solved a problem in that community by stepping into it. And really being a catalyst for change in a very positive way.
2: Mm-hmm. So we have Oz Hillman here from Marketplace Leaders. Dot, I keep forgetting. ORG. It, O-R-G. I can't. I got to write that down. So um, we have this as compliments of our connection with the World Changer Network. And so we are so thankful for WorldChangerNetwork.com. And one of the things that we want to ask you, Oz, is um, when you hear about the World Changer Network, what do, excites you about that?
3: Well, I've been carrying in my heart for many decades now uh, the the Clapham model, you know, the Wilbur Wilberforce William Wilberforce model of uh, walking together, and I think that's really the modern day version of that, where we collaborate, we we connect with others in the body of Christ who are doing things, and by you know, the Bible is very clear that when you come together and you re- leverage your time, talent, and treasure. That you exponentially create change and positive influence. And so that's what I think that the World Changer Network has the potential for being mm. uh, in this season that we're in.
1: How cool is it to see? I mean, it, you're in the modern day age, you're one of the founding fathers of the of the faith and work movement, and really just waking up, rewaking up the body of Christ to the idea that our faith and work should be completely completely integrated and not segmented as many of us men have, have lived how cool is it to see that this next generation kids that aren't even 40 yet are grabbing hold of this and want to take it to a whole exponential level i mean james and Anna kramer they have vision i mean you've always had big vision they they have monstrous vision for changing the world with the message of jesus
3: well, it was so encouraging to me when I met them back in December. Uh, we're having this interview here in May and or June, and uh, you know, so I've known them less than seven months. And uh, but when I met them, it was like something went off inside of me uh, because, in many ways, I had been feeling for a number of years that, well, I guess that message is dead over here. I mean, it's kind of kind of played itself out, you know, and. And so I was kind of thinking that way. And then then all of a sudden I meet them and see this magazine they've created and their vision for this. And it was like something went off in my heart. And uh, that's really became the catalyst for me to do the international uh, summit and to partner with them because we are partnering together on on that. And, uh, in, in fact, I was telling someone last night that, you know, when I'm, before I met them I kind of felt like Elijah at the at the uh, in the
1: cave I mean oh in the prophets of Baal and he's yeah he the Baal he's said, well
3: you know I, I'm the only one left God you know and he said no no there's 7,000 more of you out there you know so, so God you know that shows you that it was on God's heart it just wasn't a, a bunch of you know business guys with an idea but it really has been on his heart for us to use that strategy and it is a strategy it's not a theology or some crazy thing but it's just a way to be salt and light in the area of uh, places that need it the most and have the greatest influence
1: and you're not alone because you've seen what we've uncovered on the radio show these last five years I mean every time we enter a new city there's there's all this one-off ministry stuff going on and We got to take a break. We're talking to Oz Hillman from Marketplace Leaders. Check him out online. Marketplaceleaders.org. Marketplaceleaders.org. Lots of fantastic resources out there. The Today God is First Daily Devotional. Definitely got to get a hold of that. If you haven't been following that, something you really should be reading. And also... The uh, out there, we've been talking about the change or the upcoming summit in DC. Martha, you want to ask a question? That's
2: about right. That. So, as you were just talking about partnering with the World Changer Network in order to present this Culture Shapers Summit, which is going to be happening in March of 2019, and there's a website that listeners can go to to check that out, and it's CultureShapersSummit.com. And this is going to be happening the end of March 2019. So, if this has piqued your interest at all, and you want to see about getting involved and attending this summit then um, go there get registered right away it's going to fill up we're going to be there we're looking forward to all the people that god's going to god has planned to be there at that event both as speakers and as um, attendees Uh,
1: let's talk about this this international culture shaper summit coming up the end of march next year 2019 why
3: Mm. well i think that um you know we've been fortunate over the you know, since the election that we've had a window uh, of, of restoration, if you will, on the Christian voice. You know, the Trump administration, uh, regardless of how you feel about him or uh, politics, one thing he has done is he's given a voice back to the Christian community and restored some of the things we had been losing as, mm-hmm. a, as the body of Christ. However, Uh, We can't just sit back and think that that's always going to be there, and so we've got a window uh, where I believe we need to take advantage of the opportunities before us uh, with a friendly administration, and there's many people that have uh, entities in these seven mountains that need to collaborate together, that need... Uh, open doors. They need to know each other, and uh, this is a gathering of leaders designed to connect. We'll we'll do things that intentionally connect you to other leaders. It won't just be a place to come hear some nice speeches, but a place to connect as a leader to leader. And so that's why I think it's important for us. And out of that, we'll see. Uh, things come. You know, I hear testimonies uh, from the conferences we did back in 2009 of how it became a strategic uh, time, uh, Kairos moment for them about some person they met or something they heard or some, uh, you know, opportunity that was presented to them because they were there.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, and so it's going to be an amazing time. want you to check it out online. CultureShapersSummit dot com, dot com, and if you end up going there, you'll get to meet us as well because we'll be there. Or we in get to Washington, meet them, and we get to meet them. That's right. <laughs> we, we we get to meet each other. We get to do some more kingdom collaborations, some networking That's within right. the kingdom. We love to meet people that are listening to the show. All right, Martha, you've got a question for us.
2: I do. So Oz, if you were what you are, one of God's generals, and you, there's a large unified force of believers who are ready to move at your word, what is it that you would have them do?
3: I would create opportunities for them to intentionally meet one another, and then I would create an opportunity to do matchmaking with funding of their initiatives. I think that one of the weaknesses we have not done well is we haven't identified those kingdom initiatives that are, that have the potential to make a huge difference in the kingdom, and the only reason they haven't made that kingdom influence is lack of funding. So I think we have a bunch of uh, philanthropists out there who are looking to connect their money to something that's mm-hmm. making a big impact, but we've not done a very good job of connecting the mm-hmm. two and exposing uh, where, who are these people. And I think that uh, several of us know some of those folks out there, but we've got to be intentional about it.
1: I, and I just I love that I have said it many times, and I, you know I don't I don't look at myself as a, as a, a guy that's a real prophet, but I knew I know at times maybe people would look at me that way, but you know George Soros has been funding the 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 platform of the enemy for decades. I believe that there's fifteen or twenty Christian George Soroses out there that are just waiting to to get their money behind something that the Lord is is churning in their hearts. And uh, it's time for those people to rise up because there's some incredible things out there that could be multiplied exponentially if, if not for even just some minor funding. It doesn't have to be. You know, we're all pretty conservative people. We're not, we're not money wasters. We're pretty good stewards of our money. It wouldn't take, it wouldn't take near the trillions of dollars that he's given away over the over the years. Oz, talk to me about the change agent network because that is something that is really making a deep impact on people. And people can find out more about it online: thechangeagentnetwork.com. What's the change agent network? We're all about.
3: Well, it's an online equipping center. Uh, Years ago, uh, people were asking me, "Do you have a mentoring program?" I said, "No, I don't." But because of my travel schedule, well, I do now have a coaching program that's one to one. But uh, for those who don't want the one to one, we created thechangeagentnetwork.com, which has uh, a lot of our training on there. It has over twenty-seven courses, from you know two to twenty sessions per course. Mm Uh, you know, over $7,000 worth of training is on this. It's the latest technology combined with video and PowerPoint, uh, has over 200 interviews with leaders from around the country and Mm. and actually internationally. Uh, We have 50 case studies. We have 100 videos alone. We have a weekly uh, teaching newsletter. We have once a month calls with our members. And so, you know, you would expect to pay several hundred dollars for something like that, but it's only 37 bucks a month. And so we mm-hmm. just tried to make it very affordable for people. And the, and the listeners can actually go on there and actually take the very first course, which is all about discovering your purpose for free, just to get a, a feel for what it's like. And if they want to uh, subscribe, they can. But that's thechangeagentnetwork.com.
1: All right, we've got just a few minutes left, ask, and, and I want to make sure I ask this question. You, you got free platform, not my question. What is one thing that you, I mean, you, you, people call and ask you questions all the time. People reach out to you via email all the time. What's one consistent thing that you seem to be feeding into the lives of people as they call and reach out to you? What's one thing that, people, that you know people need to hear because people are asking that question of you all the time?
3: Well, I think uh, it goes back to something we talked about, and that is that people don't uh, think of themselves. They they have a low esteem, both spiritually and professionally. Many times, like the Gideon story, but I think that people need to understand how much God the Father loves them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we many of us walk around with shame, and the enemy wants us to walk that way. He wants to impugn us. He wants to uh, accuse us. The Bible t- says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And um, I think I, I suffered from that for many years until I really looked at Zephaniah 3.17 says that uh, the Lord thy God uh, delights in you. In fact, he sings over you. And uh, once we get a healthy perspective of who we are before the Father, it really gives us confidence to move into the things of God and to uh, be used of God in a greater way. But if you walk around thinking that you're nobody or, or that you you feel like you failed, then you know that's not really good. And so. I want to encourage people that God loves you deeply. He cares about you. He's your greatest coach. Uh, He's rooting for you to to be all you can be. So get rid of that stuff and, uh, you know, believe your identity. Your your identity is in Christ, and uh, it's an identity that is full of love from the Father who totally accepts you just the way you are.
2: Mm, those are good words. So for people that really feel like they um, want to hear more from you, you said you have mentioned several things that you have available, Ozzy. You have one-on-one coaching, you have the Change Agent Network, you have a ton of books. Um, what's, what's the best way for people to start connecting with you, do you think?
3: I think the best way is probably starting to read the devotional at todaygodisfirst.com. Mm-hmm. You get the uh, four-minute uh, bite-sized things every morning to think about, and, and then as you do that, you'll see the links to some of our other things that they want to go deeper, mm-hmm. but it starts the conversation.
2: And no matter what time people get up in the morning, it'll already be in their inbox because it comes in the middle of the night. Two in the morning, <laughs> it gets sent out.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you stay up until two in the morning in order to press the button. Press right? the That's button. Incredible. Isn't
2: that great? All right, so,
1: so so you've got todaygodisfirst.com. That's the daily devotional. Really recommend that you read that. That transformed our lives. That is what led us to where we are today on iWork for Him. Thechangeagentnetwork.com. If you want some training on how to, to really be disciple, to be a change agent in your Part of the world in your sector of the economy in your workplace, the change agent network.com has got some phenomenal training. And say you want to be in a room with tons of people who want to be culture shapers, the culture that's the website for next March the 28th through the 31st in Washington, DC, 2019. That's the place to go. Get signed up today. It's limited, cultureshaperssummit.com. We'll all be there. We're going to be watching what God does. Oz Hillman, thanks so much for your influence, for your patience with the movement, and for being a friend, and for being here on iWork for Him today.
3: Thank you, Jim. Thanks, guys. Uh, Martha.
1: Check Oz out online, marketplaceleaders.org. And thanks to the World Changer Network for helping us get this done today. You've been listening to iWork for Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. Him.